in a war that started well before 2019. Secrets have been buried deep beyond the pale. We're here to reveal the truth. It's time for Vaccine War Headlines. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war on tradition. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war. This is a war. This is a war we've been fighting now. Oh my gosh, for like we said, 55 weeks, and we're not going to stop until we defeat this evil in the world, and I know that's going to be a forever battle, (laughs) Uh, right? but nothing, we shall not quit. If God is with us, who can be against us? That is right. Right now, this Vaccine War Headlines is all about the VAERS report. VAERS stands for the Vaccine Adverse Event Reports... S? What's the S? System. System. There you go. <laughs> Forgot my acronym for a moment there. <laughs> 1,527,370 confirmed reports through February 24th. That includes 34,576 deaths from this one vaccine. This is one vaccine. This is not all vaccines. Uh, the this represents well over 60% or more of the total since they started the entire program of reporting. But it's the number one of all time in any kind of injury. Yeah. Usually when you have 50 deaths, I think, in a trial. 50 deaths, yeah. They, yeah they'll they, stop they'll it. Kick, they'll kick it back. Actually, Gardasil. That's the one we heard of lately, wasn't it? And they they didn't shut it down either. And there, and were there, there have been thousands of deaths, mm-hmm. thousands. And on this VARES report, we also have one hundred ninety three thousand three hundred eighteen hospitalizations, one hundred forty seven thousand one hundred fifty one urgent care visits, two hundred twenty six thousand three hundred ten doctor office visits, ten thousand four hundred three anaphylaxis cases, sixteen thousand seven hundred seventy six Bell's palsy, and four thousand nine hundred forty one miscarriages. Aww. And that's sad. But if you think I'm talking fast, I'm practicing to be a rapper. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. And <laughs> lighten it up a bit. No, it helps you with your enunciation. And these numbers are also for historical data. Yes. The reason that we're doing this is to get these reports onto tape and to record this as they continue to erase history in the world. We want these files to be out there for people to see what really happened uh, once we've moved on. Yes. These reports also include another 18,706 heart attacks, 26,541 cases of myocarditis, pericarditis, the thing they said wouldn't happen, but at the top of the list they said might happen. And <clears throat> they're just a bunch of fat liars. They are. Liar, liar, pants on fire. And all that. <laughs> 63,862 people permanently disabled. Think about the disability payments going out there if you want to round that out. you know. Right. That should be something they shouldn't have done. They should have killed them all instead of just, de- just disabling them. Come on. All these cases of people who are injured and didn't die are costing the government, in many cases, millions and millions, if not billions of dollars. Well, costing the government, meaning the taxpayers. So they just keep printing money and printing. Anyway, anyway back here. 8,539 cases of thrombocytopenia or low platelet count. 
36,812 life-threatening cases, not otherwise classified. 42,270 severe allergic reactions and 15,490 cases of shingles. Okay, so I have a question. Yeah, oh no, this is crazy. Yeah, right. what's your crazy question? I saw it on the screen. Oh, wait, we're not showing the people the screen. Here. Oh, no. You didn't get to see all those numbers, but that'll baffle you. We're getting ready to show you what she's going to talk about. You ready? This is crazy. All right. When was the last time Congress agreed unanimously on anything? Unanimously. You know there's 400 and what, 19? Mm-hmm. 400, 419 members in in the House? Yes. This was the House. Just the House. Yes. Yeah. The Congress includes the Senate too, but the House. Yeah. So there, there may have been some minor things that everybody voted on, like uh, no pay increase or but, no pay decrease. or. But they voted on something... Unanimously? Unanimously. What was it? The House votes unanimously to declassify all intel on COVID-19 origins. (laughs) Okay, that doesn't make sense, folks. What's going on? Yeah. We've been sitting Is there something fishy going on here? Yeah, something something weird is happening over in the left hand while the right hand's doing something else, guys. So, obviously, we have uh, some sort of distraction or reverse psychology, or absolute blatant stupidity. I don't know what it is. I have no idea, because they don't either. Right. The clueless are leading the blind. (laughs) So the House has unanimously passed a bill that would force the Biden administration to declassify all the intelligence it has gathered on the origins origins of COVID-19. The bill, proposed by Senator Hawley, now heads to Joe Biden's desk to be signed. Okay, fat chance there. Well, maybe, maybe not. The House vote comes in the wake of the Department of Energy report covered by the Wall Street Journal that found the lab leak theory was the most likely scenario from the origins of SARS-CoV-2. Well, I think that was like episode 30, and are we on 700 and something? Right. Oh, crap, these people. (laughs) The FBI's statements affirming the lab leak as the most likely origin have lent further further credence to the theory. So the FBI has been making statements like that, and of course everybody knows that's where it came from. And as we dug deeper in our original podcast on the lab leak theory, we knew, for one, it wasn't a theory because we looked at the science... And you mm-hmm. say, look at the science, look at this. Okay, we looked at the science, and <clears throat> those kind of viruses <clears throat> don't mutate or become evident overnight. Right. They take years to develop, and we also found out some really disturbing evidence. We might as well just say it right now, because this, I don't know if you put this in here, but I've got to remind people that this actual virus was created, the COVID virus, the SARS-CoV-2 virus was created in a lab, not just leaked right. from the lab. Do you hear me? Do you hear me, sister? I hear you. You hear me? Do the brothers out there hear me? I am preaching it because it's the truth. They created it out of five individual viruses. It's a super virus created by Peter Tazak. Well, we and talked about labs. we did talk about last week that the military is finding so many more people in the military that have AIDS now or oh, HIV immunity syndrome. Yes, because that's one of one of the five, the five viruses, viruses used was HIV virus. 
you would be shocked if we went through everything, but you probably already know most of this if you're listening to this podcast because we are Digging Deeper, which is brought to you by our corporate sponsor for our podcast, and that is Happy Toymaker in Happy, Texas. Hello to the folks out there making people happy because this stuff is making me sad. (laughs) The vote also came after the aftermath of hearings in the U.S. House of Representatives held by the subcommittee on COVID pandemic on Tuesday. Chairman of the subcommittee, Brad Wenstrup of Ohio, explained why the virus is unlikely to have natural origins. Again, we know, we know, we know, we know. Jim Jordan gave Anthony Fauci a tongue lashing. (laughs) Good, yeah. You want to hear what he said? Oh, I'd love to see these. Okay. He was trying to cover his backside and everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. This is the highest paid guy in our government getting all kinds of money to tell us things that were not accurate. U.S. tax dollars went to a lab in China, a lab that was not up to code, a lab that was doing gain-of-function research, and that's where this thing most definitely came from, and Dr. Fauci could not have that news getting out. (laughs) Right, and that's why he denied it blatantly when Jordan asked him in Congress months and months, well, years, excuse me, years ago. Mm -hmm. He just flat out denied it. I have a theory as to why they're allowing the China tie to come out. Oh, see, this is the disturbing thing. We, we can't figure out, and when you say China ties, what you're talking about there is the lab leak theory, and that is that the lab in Wuhan, China, was the one that this came from. Right. Supposedly, or was released from, or got out of. Right. Which is probably true. Now, is it because, I'm sure there is, distra- it's always about distraction, right? Yep. Okay. So, are they trying to minimize the labs that are in Ukraine? Are they trying to distract us from all this uh, food shortages and stuff that they're trying to create? Are oh, they... the depopulization. Yeah, the depopulation efforts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're killing off people. We know that. that right. You know, that's... What, what exactly are they... Okay, anyway. What just the fact that everybody that? agreed. Okay, either they, there are some actual reasonable people in the house... What, all 419 of them? All 419 of them are reasonable. When's the last time the House voted absolutely unanimous on something? Other than maybe their pay raise. Kat Kamek, she's a good um, ag proponent. Yes? Kat Kamek is. I think so. Yeah, but she also has, we have a sound bite of her. All right. Up on the screen, you can see a email from October of 2020. This is from then NIH Director Francis Collins to Dr. Anthony Fauci. It goes on in to say this proposal, talking about the Great Barrington Declaration, is from three fringe epidemiologists who met with the secretary, and it seems to be getting a lot of attention, even a signature, a co-signature from a Nobel Prize winner. Key line in here that I would like to point out. There needs to be a, quote, quick and devastating published takedown of its premises. I don't see anything like that online yet. Is it underway? Signed, Francis. Now, what I find interesting is if you fast forward into June of 2021, the Biden administration was raging at social media companies. There is communications that we can produce for the record that state we would like you to combat, quote unquote, misinformation. Now, 
We, thanks to the Twitter files, know that Twitter executives were using the term visibility filtering, and that really to the rest of the American general public was shadow banning, correct? Yes. Okay. So all of a sudden, we saw a rash of blacklists created by Twitter at the highest levels that were taking down some of the signatories and creators of this very Barrington Declaration, correct? Jay Bhattacharya, the Stanford professor who I don't think anybody considers a fringe epidemiologist, was indeed, I'm sorry, I I didn't piece it together, he was indeed um, visibility filtered. Correct. And so this blacklist that was created that really was used to uh, deplatform, uh, reduce visibility, yes. um, create lists internally where people couldn't even see their profiles. That was used against doctors and scientists who produced information that was contrary to what the CDC was putting out, despite the fact that we now know that what they were publishing had scientific basis and, in fact, was valid. Absolutely. And not only that, but these are secret blacklists. So Professor Bhattacharya had no idea he was on it. I mean, this is East Germany Stasi kind of behavior. That's what this is. And um, the Great Barrington Declaration, by the way, I was skeptical of it at the time, but it actually now uh, looks pretty good in terms of how response to COVID. But even if it was totally wrong, it still deserved, I mean, this is the whole point of the First Amendment, is that I think we all have the experience of you're not right until you're wrong a lot. You know, you actually have to have that debate and that conversation. So by repressing that, we actually stifled, I think, a much broader conversation we could have had about how to effectively respond to COVID because they were secretly blacklisting people like Jay Bhattacharya. Just compared it to East Germany Stasi kind of thing. They were talking about him just getting canceled, right? So, next, something else that, how did we miss this? How did we miss this? This happened in June, okay? The Vatican vaccination coin. Coin, a coin, okay? Now, don't hold that against all coins, because some coins are good. Like my friend Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs, when he had a little thing on Twitter and said, do, you know, send this tweet out and I'll send you $100 in Bitcoin, and he did... I was like, and then I cashed it for real cash. I was like, all right, so this Bitcoin's all right. Uh, but there's other coins that are good as well. And uh, But this Vatican vaccination coin, what, are you kidding me? For only 180 euros, you can receive your own vaccin- Vatican vaccination coin set. Now, this thing is obviously a commemorative set. Okay? Right. It was right. just released uh, to signify the importance of promoting... Promoting mm-hmm. promoting anything that needs to be promoted that's medical is a marketing tactic, okay? So if it needs to be promoted, uh, anyway, it's promoting the COVID vaccine, okay? Promoting death. Yeah. A new 20-euro silver coin depict. Uh, you get a silver coin? Pieces of crap. You get a silver coin depicting a doctor and a nurse administering the COVID vaccine to a young person. I want to get his badge number on there and send him to number 2.0. On the other side is the Vatican City State, the Pope Francis coat of arms, the evil. I'm just telling it like it is here, Mom. I'm not... I know. Okay. All right, you know. I know. Anyway, we're talking about calling evil evil, and there were lots of evil words in that paragraph. So according to the Vatican, you're going to tell us. Pope, Pope Francis calls for immunizations as a moral obligation. 
Obey Pope Francis. Let Pope Francis guide us. That's the message. As the Pope reaps the benefits of the pandemic by selling new Vatican commemorative coins for only 180 euros. Oh, look at this next statement, folks. Oh, is that a little too loud? Because I was like, oh my gosh, this is so true. Look at this. Judas is now minting his own 30 pieces of silver. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, how we missed that, I don't know. But in we case, found it. In case you missed it, you now know about it. Yeah. You can get your own commemorative set. So, hey, if you know some Catholics, let them know. I yeah. guess. I mean, or anybody that wants to get a Vatican set commemorating this wonderful death shot. Okay. so then We do I'm, have just about one minute left on the hour here. All right. So we have a few died suddenly te- memorials. Amber Clink uh, said, I was tested for antibodies and it came back that I'm still pure. So I said, bleep it. And I got got vaccinated. Then she suffered a ruptured brain aneurysm. She said, blanket, right? She said, right. I'm just going to do it. She took a chance. She risked it. She risked her life and paid for it. So she may be on that disabled count now. All right. A mourning wife shares a tragic testimony of her husband who was killed by the COVID shot. His cause of death? A heart attack. Hey, if you know any stories, you know, you can send them in to us there at uh, diggingdeeperradio at gmail.com. If you know anything, give us, a, give us an email there. Yeah. 21-year-old Mustafa Saya, while playing soccer mid-match, suffered a... Uh, uh, cardiac arrest. Mm. Yeah. Oh, do not... we have some sensitive content here? Yeah, it was a video, but it doesn't you want us to just move it over. Yeah. No, can't watch it. Yeah. Okay. Heartbreaking mother and son killed by COVID 19 vaccine. Karen and her son David received the COVID 19 vaccine in March of 2021. He was dead by June. His mother, Karen, died suddenly shortly thereafter. It's like April of the following year. Yep. Vax genocide, folks. Yep. It's genocide. Are we going to close out Vaccine War Headlines Yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening to Vaccine War Headlines, a production of Digging Deeper. Theme music provided to Digging Deeper by Drusifer the Aberrant. Beyond the...